Welcome to Zenergy, the interactive podcast providing resources for building a better life. I am Zenache, your catalyst, coach, and conduit to that better life. A catalyst brings out hidden potential. A coach does the same thing, draws out what is inside, and a conduit provides a connection. And so I am here. I want to connect you with some amazing singers, R&B and gospel. And we're going to be talking about how balance and boldness bring blessings and I'm going to start with Mr. Chad Howard I'm going to have Lady K introduce this amazing singer to us who actually is going to have to jet off because he is a busy busy man and he has taken time out of his schedule to be with us for a little while to talk to us but I wanted K to introduce him because she knows him so well so, Lady Kay, what do you want to tell us about this amazing singer we have in front of us? Man, what can I say? What can I say? He's um, my big brother, my my god brother. I call him god brother because, baby, we, we stay near the cross because our attitudes are terrible. <laughs> we protect each other. We guide each other. We, we hook each other up. We stay putting each other on. That's what a brother and sister is supposed to do. We fuss. We fight. We argue. We sing together. We reign together. We fall on our face together. We rise together <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Man, he has one of those voices that is just that transcends, you know, what what, what you what do you expect a big old boy to let, let come on out of there, y'all. Y'all wouldn't expect how how his throat just open up and sound come out like that. It's just insane. Raise the hair on your arm, make you throw stuff at him. He the one that make you throw you everything. Boy, if you don't shut my Lord Jesus, Ebola, Ebola. So yes, as I said, he is a very busy man because everybody wants a piece of the cherry bear. So it is, it is my pleasure, my honor, my duly, duly righteous, righteous right, okay, to introduce none other than Chad Chatty Bear. How would y'all? Woo! Yes. So, Mr. Chatty Bear, what do you want to tell us about boldness? And I know you picked that as your topic for tonight. What what does that word mean to you? I would say that the word boldness would pretty much would be the word to um, for confidence. People to have confidence themselves. You know, uh, being a person, whether you small, big, tall, short. A lot of times, we uh, we have a lot of insecurities by the negative people that have that have, we have encountered, and so we have to flip the script and take that negative and turn it into a positive, so we can have the boldness and confidence within ourselves to move forward and be successful. That is beautiful. I like that. Flip the script. Now that's that's a that's a quotable right there. Flip the script on those insecurities and turn them into boldness and confidence. So, what do you want to tell us about like your journey as a singer and and kind of where you started and where you are now, where you see yourself headed? On my journey, um, been living in Houston for five years now, and uh, it has. I've had my ups and I've had my downs and. Every day, you live and you learn, as a mother would say. And so uh, the lessons that I have learned thus far has made me stronger. And the good thing is is that I surround myself around positive people. There's a lot of negative people out there. And so you have to learn how to block 
than negativity. And even though it's easier said than done, but that's why you have to woosah. Woosah. Got a woosah. I love it. <laughs> Block the negativity and learn how to woosah. Yeah, you got to, you know, find that zen, as I would say. You got to okay. find that zen. You got to get zen. Yeah. All right. That's awesome. So what kind of music do you make? And what is what does music mean to you? I love music, period. Whether it's gospel, R&B, got a little, I like a little country. Anything that'll make you want to move, make you want to groove. I love music. And I've uh, been doing it all my life. Even when, was, even when I was in school, my mother would ask me, what did you learn today in school? I wrote a song. But what did you learn in school? I don't know, but I, I wrote a song. You want to hear it? Mm. So that was my focus. It was music and, uh, and music is my love, my first love, and I'm in love with music. That's beautiful. I, I think that we know as children we're drawn to things, and we have to have the boldness to follow that because sometimes people tell you, that's not realistic. You can't make no money doing that. But then you have to say, you know what, this is an This is what I'm called to do. This is this is what brings me joy. Exactly. And as a child, you might not have been paying attention in school, but you were honing your craft. It was, it was, it was, it was in the mode. It was in the work. In the work. So I know that you picked out a song that you wanted, you know, to have on the podcast. What is the song and kind of what's the story behind, like, why... Why you wanted to record that song? Well, this particular song that I'm going to do uh, is not my song per se. It's actually from uh, Johnny Taylor. So let me put this disclaimer out. This disclaimer out there: I do not own the rights to the song, nor does anybody else own it. We do not own the rights. We can't sue us. Amen. But. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, this uh, this song. Please don't sue me. No, we ain't got time for that. But no, but yeah, this, this particular song by Johnny Taylor. Uh, my my play cousin, when he when he heard me sing, and he did not know my full capability. So when he heard the song, he was like, he heard me sing, like, and he didn't see some Johnny Taylor. So. So I took the time to learn it. It's like that's one of the things do. And it's a good flow back. You can't go wrong with some John Taylor. So we are gonna play that, you know, kind of as you as you go out. Is there anything you wanted to tell us? And how do the people find you if they want to get your music? How do they find you? Where can they find you? Uh, they can uh, go to all digital outlets. Uh, my music, This Far By Faith, that is being played in the States as well as out of the States, Australia, Ghana, the UK, etc. Uh, I'm on social media, Chad Howard, Chad Chatty Bear Howard on Facebook, The Real Chatty Bear on Instagram, and just Chad Howard on Twitter. And my music is on digital outlets. Did you want to give us just a little acapella snippet? 
Can we do you do that for us? Or is that not something you want to do? Because the people on the you know on the live won't be able to hear the music that we're gonna play in a minute. The people on the podcast will be able to hear it. But I just wanted them to just get some incentive to go and download your music and stream your music and share your music because you have an incredible voice. I, I remember the first time you came to uh, Lady K's, uh, she was hosting for me, and it was a mother's birthday. And I had never met you, and we were at the key. And you came up and sang, and I just was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I couldn't even, I felt like I had been transported to the Apollo. <laughs> I felt like I was somewhere like in one of them exclusive seats that you got to pay hundreds of dollars to listen mm. to this person. Oh, and I was thinking to myself, who is this person she brought in here that is just blowing the room up? <laughs> people were screaming. People were falling out their chairs. People were crying. <laughs> I was like, it was okay, it, it was amazing. <laughs> so I, was, I just want them to get just a little snippet of what we had. You know, every time we've seen you and yeah. you've done some amazing shows with us. Yeah. You know, I just wanted them to, to have a little sample of that. I'll do this. Um. Count on me through thick and thin A friendship that will never end When you are weak, I will be strong Helping you to carry on I call on me, I will be there That's that real music. That's not a, that's not anybody going in and fixing what you did. That's that's on the spot talent coming out from the heart. And, and I appreciate that you came to share your gift with us. Is there anything that you want to tell the people? Any encouragement you want to give them? Because I know you got to go and host a show in just a few minutes. Absolutely. I just want to encourage everyone to uh, support independent artists. More than anything, uh, independent artists, they have a dream and they have a passion. And because of that, a lot of times they have to use their own personal finances. And having to take care of your personal obligations as well as trying to promote your music, it isn't easy. So that's why I want to encourage everyone, uh, for those of you that have music, and for those that you know that have music, go out to support them. Not just say, oh, I support you, and you know, you don't buy their music, you don't click like on their social media or comment. We need to really lift up each other because uh, we need each other more than ever. Amen. 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 Well, we want to send you off with blessings as you go to host, you know, and thank you for joining us. And, and this is the Chatty Bear, so we're going to just kind of <laughs> clap for him. Thank you for being with us. And so we're going to let you exit so we can go on to, you know, Blaze, who's here with us. Yes. So thank you. Thank you for coming by. Oh, sorry. We are back. So (laughs) I wanted to follow up with the two of you guys about boldness because I look at both of you and I see some strong women, 
some vibrant women, some some women that to me seem to like have a diva kind of attitude of I'm going to take on the world and I'm not going to take any prisoners kind of attitude. And, you know, for me, boldness has kind of been a a journey, I guess you could say, um, a getting the confidence to not care. And I think there's a, you, I don't think you've hit your forties yet. I'm not sure how old you are, but I know when I hit my forties, there was a boldness that came on my spirit. It, it, it was a, it was a, I have come this far and I tried it everybody else's way. And now I'm going to try it my way. And, um, I'm not going to care if people disagree or if people don't understand because now, you know, my, my kids were getting older and um, I was coming to the end of my marriage and I was like, you know what? It's, it's time for me to really, really focus on what I want and my dreams, my goals and go for it and not have the fear and the insecurities as, as Chad Howard was saying that have held me back those doubts that have held me back to, to really develop my confidence and I may not look like somebody might like, I may not act like somebody might like, but that's all right. You know, that's okay. I am going to be trying to follow my purpose, my calling, my goals. And, and like I said, it took me a long time. I just, I just been walking in this boldness for 10 years now. So 10 years out of my 50. So it took me a long time to get there. Um, I think I think you got there much earlier than me, Kay. <laughs> I got there at 25. I deleted 200 people out of my phone. 25, I stopped lying and everything. Danger. <laughs> you can't whoop me, I'll shoot you. That's what it is. You don't like the truth, don't ask me. Because <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. Baby, yep, 25. I was done. <laughs> got worse than 30, I but at 40, I don't know what I'm going to be doing at new beaches or something. I ain't going to care at all. Oh, wow. <laughs> new Just be out there. Hey, I don't give a care. I'm here. I'm me. And don't worry about it. Yeah, I'm hanging. Don't worry about it. This down to my neighbor. Don't worry about it. I pay for it. I pay for it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so what do you want to say, Blaze, about like boldness? And even as oh, an artist, yes. what do you think about that whole idea, that confidence you know. I think uh, what he said about um, boldness being tied into confidence um, is very relevant because when you own yourself, then, you know, that is your confidence. That is, you know, what makes you. So when you can come into a room and bring your presence in the room and not be afraid to be who you are and to make whatever your statement is, that speaks volumes because a lot of people are afraid to be who they are. They are afraid to stand in what they want because it's easy to wear Beyonce's hair and this one's clothes and this one's clothes and Versace and and Louis Vuitton shoes, <laughs> you know, that you worked all your life and saved up for one pay and you still live in a home with mama. Okay. Mm. Oh, the foolish okay. Okay. There you go. But you know how people do. <laughs> oh, father. Yeah. Just so that they can look like somebody else. But being confident in who you are and being willing to stand them. I'm 47, so um, at 47, uh, I went through, I was married, I got married very, very, extremely young. And uh, I, I was in an abusive marriage. My husband was controlling, and I went through all kind of drama with that. And just coming out of my marriage and then trying to 
you know, embrace myself. Because you really had to find yourself. Once you once you get into abusive relationships, whether or not it's just verbal or emotional or whatever, you kind of lose yourself to a degree because you are appeasing whoever you're with for whatever reason, however long that is. And so you just, you know, kind of suppress. Mm. And so being able to let those uh, gates open mm. and do whatever it is that you want to do and find that confidence again, which would be tied into your boldness. Because if you're not confident, you can't be bold at all. Mm-hmm. That's true. You can't be bold. And I talk to everybody. My mom is like, oh, do you know them? I'm like, no. Hi, how you doing? I love your hair. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, I learned a long time ago, um, especially going through emotional abuse and uh, verbal abuse and all that kind of stuff. You never know if one word can really help somebody through their day. If you just oh, your hair is gorgeous. Somebody could have told you are ugly. You don't look right. And I could just walk up to you and I'm like, oh, your hair is beautiful. Oh, that- and you're like, wow. Oh, thanks. You know, they're not... They're, the average person is not going to say, oh, well, my husband just said I was ugly, <laughs> so-and-so. But that, well, thank you. And, you know, it, it, you know, you never know who you're building. Mm-hmm. Because words, words are very powerful. Words are, you know, people say, oh, no, it doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Mm. Words are so powerful. And what he said about being networked with the right people, with the right energy, with the right space, all of that stuff, but you know, it really makes a difference on your confidence, on your boldness, how you uh, embrace yourself. Because if I can't embrace myself, I can't expect anybody else to embrace who I am. If I don't know who I am at all, I'm just sitting here like, ooh, you know, because they're not gonna get it. Mm-mm. Yeah. The average person, if they never met you before in life, you know, the only impression that they have is the one that you just brung in the room just right then. Mm-hmm. So if you are not confident enough to bring yourself to the table, then they would never know who you are. They, yeah. If you do have a gift, then they would never know your gift. They would never know your talent. They would never know your testimony. They would never know anything about you because you just sit there. And that's what most people are in this country. If we are... We are uh, trained to suppress. Mm. We suppress everything. Yeah. Everything, oh, this one treat you bad on the job. Oh, just shut up. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is going on. And, you know, that's what it, it, part, it, uh, partially about what my song is about. But anyway, mm. you know, a lot of times people don't speak on the necessary things mm. in life. Uh, my husband, he had negative attributes, but one of the positive things that he he told me as a as a passive person, because I was extremely passive, is don't don't let people walk over top of you. Don't mm-hmm. sit there and think that they know that you offended them. Oh yeah, no, cuss them out. <laughs> Get it off your chest. Don't have no heart attack trying to save somebody that's bothering you. Cuss them out. So I mean, I, I went. I, I I try not to have that particular approach well, because then call you can't. Me, I cuss them out. <laughs> Hold on, Blaze told me to tell you. Let me say such and such and such and such, mother. And don't call her no dup the dut and mo. Click and then save the whole rest of the year for you. Just say the whole rest of the year. Rest of the year. The whole rest of the year. They ain't gonna call back. Cause they don't want you to fall with them to me. Oh my God. <laughs> Look, hey, but but being able to speak up for yourself. Is yeah. is such uh, it, it's like weights off of your it's shoulder. Wonderful, you know. Sit there and wait for. Oh, you know, you really no. 
You know, and you can, you know, I, I, That's you, true. you know, That's you have true. people that you absolutely have to cuss out. Oh, oh you gotta give it to them, man. I I'm mean, gonna say, you can't, you can't be like, oh, the Lord said, no, <laughs> you gotta give them that. I'm jump, jump, jump. Wow. Jump. Oh, oh, but no, you yeah, put the Lord oh. first. You gotta oh, yeah. say the Lord first. Hold on, hold <laughs> no, no, on a second. No. The Bi- I know the Bible does say peace and be still, but since you is insisting upon crawling up my side, listen, I'm gonna cuss about blah 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 blah, and God bless you and walk off. You gotta, you still gotta bless them at the end, and and then I hope God bless you because something wrong with you. You you testing death over here bothering me. Let me go ahead and cuss you out, and then still God bless you. I don't want no bad thing to happen. Trip and fall on your way out, but that's it. <laughs> That's it, and I hope God heal your knee when you hit the ground. I'm just saying, but don't. God bless you on your way out. You know what I'm saying, but just but cuss after cuss they call. cuss hard after after the fact. Oh yeah, vibrate when you cuss. I mean, hit the tape. God Ooh, damn it. Vibrate Ugh. when you. You know, what I mean? you gotta go at them. Get it. Just get it off your chest. It saves you so much stress. I start slowed down smoking weed when I start just cussing people out. Just, just blah, blah, blah. just let it go. Just let it go. Just let it go. You know, it's, it's it amazes <laughs> me and it scares me sometimes that it seems like almost every show that I've had, a woman without prompting and I didn't know, has said I came from an abusive relationship. Yes, it happens again, and, and I have that experience. You know, um, and you're right when you come out of that. You have to find yourself. You have to regain yourself, mm-hmm. that self-esteem, that self-image. And and I think that also was an e- another reason why I decided I was going to be bold because I said I will never again be in certain circumstances. I will be the kind of woman that will be, in a sense, too above certain things. I will not be at a level where I will even let any of that kind of thing sometimes we, mm-hmm. we we let little things slide that we shouldn't let slide and those little things snowball into big things right. and then we don't know once it gets to be huge things mm-hmm. how to get out of it but if we had nipped it in the bud and maybe even left the situation it wouldn't have happened it would never mm-hmm. have snowballed and so, you know, I decided, okay, I'm going to be that. I may be, I may swing to the other side and become too picky, but I would rather be on that side than be on the side of letting too many things slide. Maybe. And then um, I end up in a situation that I don't want to be in or mm-hmm. I shouldn't be in. And I have to have, you know, I've had to tell, being a single woman, this is where some of my boldness has come. I've had to tell a lot of people, you know what, I'm not interested. <laughs> Plenty of fish. <laughs> yeah, plenty of fish. I've had to tell, and, and and it's not that I think. I mean, I'm 200 plus pounds. Yeah, you know what I'm fine. saying? I'm 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 gray haired. Uh, I got my little wrinkles, whatever. Where? But but yeah, I got. Yeah, a she ain't got no wrinkles. Look at her. She ain't got no wrinkles, y'all. Young men. She's like she she got wrinkles. Y'all tell her she ain't got no wrinkles. Look at her. She's so cute. Thank you. Uh, but there there is. A boldness where you say, you know what? I know what's right for me. You may not agree. You may tell me you're the right man for me, but you don't know. You know, I know from my experience that there are certain things I need. I need a good listener. And even if you got a great job, if you can't listen, I'm sorry. I need a good listener. I need somebody I can come and talk to about my day. And he's not like, huh, what'd you say? Oh, oh, I wasn't listening. No, that's going to piss me off. 
I didn't just pour my heart out to you. I didn't just basically cry on your shoulder and you weren't even in the same conversation with me. But that same man would be like, I'm a good man. You know, and mm, I'm not trying to mm, beat on mm. any men. I'm just trying to say there is a boldness that you have to have when you say, you know what? I know this job isn't right for me. I know this relationship isn't right for me. And even if other people are like, why are you walking away from that job? Why are you walking away from that man? You have to have that boldness to say, because it's not right for me. For you. Right. You know, and you may not understand it. That's okay. You don't have to understand it. You don't have to agree. You know, so that's something that um, I had to come to because I used to feel like if other people wouldn't understand, then I should, I should just give in so that, you know, they would be happy, you know? And, and so, and I didn't like to explain myself. And I, I decided at one point, I don't need to explain myself. I just need to say, this isn't working. And if I decide right. to explain myself, that's a privilege. But as an adult, I don't have to do a whole lot of explaining. I don't have to, do, you know, and there may be some people saying, that's selfish. That's, duh. You know, like, I don't I'm, want you. I'm going to say, <laughs> as women, I think we're trained to sacrifice. And I believe mm-hmm. in sacrifice. Sacrifice anything that you want you have to sacrifice for. But let mm-hmm. me say that again. Anything that you want, if I don't want this job, I'm not going to sacrifice for it. If I don't mm-hmm. want this relationship, I'm not going to sacrifice for it. I used to be the kind of person to say, well, let me give it a shot. <laughs> let me try. Maybe I'm jumping to conclusions. May- he seems nice. Maybe I'm being oh, picky. Yeah. My, 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 my mama said, my grandma said, my friend said, Mm-mm. you know, you know, there's not that many good ones out there. Nah. You know, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. And then finally I said, you know what? If I'm by myself, I'm by myself. I'm good with that. That's, yeah. that's where you got, you hold know. on, let's say it one more time. People, <laughs> that's what people's problem is. They don't want to be alone. Be okay with being by yourself. I said that right. and say that one more time. Yeah, if I'm by myself, I'm by myself because you know what? I like me. I love me, girl. I I'm like cute my as I life. Be. But I, I want to <laughs> keep the peace in my life and I want to really be able to love on somebody that I feel we can build together. We have some some combined interests. We have a similar path. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm kind of wasting my time. Mm-hmm. And so that boldness of knowing, like you said, who you are, walking in your skin, walking in your life, and, and not making excuses and not feeling like you have to compromise. There are lots of things you have to compromise, but being authentic isn't one of them. Mm-mm. That's you true. know, lots of things that you have to balance. We're going to talk about balance in a minute, but I, I liked a lot of things that you said, and I wanted to kind of speak on that. So I know that the topic that you brought up, and I'm, I'm going to have her introduce you. I'm going to tell, tell the people how we met. My sister was at a restaurant, and if she's watching, she may be watching. She's probably at work, but she was at a restaurant, and you were singing at the restaurant, like sitting. Do you remember this? Oh, man, I sing anywhere. Okay, so you were singing at the restaurant for some reason. And my sister called me and she said, there's this woman singing at the restaurant. I'm going to see if I can get her to sing into the phone. I want her to be on your show. And I said, okay. And she walked over with the phone and 
And she was like, hey, would you sing what you were singing in the phone? And you just started singing in the phone. And I was like, hi, I'm Zinashe. I have a show called Laughs and Lyrics. I would love to have you on my show. The next date is da 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 and, and you were like, oh, I'd love to be on the show. And and you came and you blew the whole audience Bruh. at Showtime away. And, and you know, I'm going to let Kay take it from there. And then you met, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Michael Anderson Bell and No Curfew Band and started performing with them. And so that's how we met. So you just don't know people out there in Facebook land. You know, you could be in a restaurant singing mm-hmm. or telling a joke and somebody <laughs> come up to you with a phone Spit the joke into the phone. Be bold, okay? Spit, you know, sing into the phone. Be bold. You don't know who could be on the other end of that phone. I'm not a great talent scout from Hollywood, but you don't know. Hey, you, know you don't I mean? know. You we don't got some know. videos that went viral. We have. We for do. several people. Don't worry about it. Don't we sleep do. on us now. Don't we be do. sleep don't now. Sleep. We do. Don't take so. no nap. You'll miss the whole show. <laughs> don't take no nap. So, so Kay, what do you want to say about this lady to introduce her to our audience? I just want to say that her name speaks for itself because her voice is absolute fire. Mm. Come on. I'm going to say that one more time. I'm going to throw a coat. I'm going to say that one more time. Her name fitted for her. It is destiny. Her name is Kismet. Her name is made for her. She knew what she was saying when her, when her fire voice escaped her throat. She knew it. It came out like fireball. It came out like cinnamon whiskey. It was strong and robust to put some little hell on your chest and raise your, it's going to raise your blood pressure in the right way. If she make you tingle down your spine, let it go. Fart. Get it out because she going to oh, give it well. to you. She going to put it in your life. I'm telling y'all this because I'm telling you this is some of the realest singing you're going to see on Facebook, on anywhere. So don't don't sleep on her. Don't sleep on the talent that is you. Live your dream. Walk in your dream. And when you got a name like this, y'all going to know what's up about these vocals. So y'all already, well, y'all y'all clapping in Facebook land. Y'all can make some noise in Facebook. If y'all at home screaming and hollering, that's just fine. Because for this woman, it's due. Holla at your girl. It's your lady. It's your friend. It's your cousin. <laughs> that lady Blaze. Yes. All right. <laughs> So tell us about your musical journey. Like, how did you start? You know, what made you sing? What? Well, uh, music has always been an outlet for me. Uh, I started, I don't know. Like, I've always been uh, surrounded by music. My mom, my, my mom's parents were, uh, were champion ballroom dancers. So I, I listened to big band music. I listened to jazz. I listened to rock music, metal. Um, I grew up listening to all kinds of stuff. So um, my dad was like, I didn't want you to just, you know, be familiar with music. So I played trombone and middle school and jazz band. And what you going to do? I just love it. Uh, music has always been an outlet for me. Uh, I'm from Baltimore, so I'm a househead. I listen to house music to my mom. was like, please get out of my house. You know, that type of thing. She can stand stay in the bass. Yeah. You know, that type of thing. But, you know, uh, you know, in my journey, in my life, I think at maybe 16, I had a production contract. Um, doing house music and R and B. The guy was a little touched. Mm. Oh yeah. You will find in the business there are a lot of perverts that <laughs> that uh, want to say that they are doing a whole lot of stuff. And I'm not saying that they're not doing it because it's a lot of perverts that are doing a lot of things. But you just 
need to watch yourself. Ooh, and carry a knife. Have good people. Knife, taser, pepper spray, whatever whatever you need. Okay, and don't look like half of something. You're really in trouble. Just say, oh, you know, he would always say, oh, you know, in the business, we do. Oh, wow. Okay. People in the business, they want to know. And he just looked at me. And then one day, you know, I was 16, so one day, and at that time, I, I was, I'm still shapely, but I was extremely shapely, and my hair was down my back, so he, he pulled me by my ponytail. Mm, he the guy could. Oh, who you taking pictures my question Huh? So that turned really weird. Mm. And then I wind up uh, going and uh, getting saved, and whatever this company he was, I forgot the name of the company was, he merged with another company. He wanted me to come back in and sign another contract, so I never did. So, you know, I've had a whole lot of different experiences. Uh, like I said, that was I started at 16 on the professional side. So, uh, that's what, 30? Something me at 31 years. Wow, that's so, a long history. Yeah. So I did gospel. I did I did strictly gospel for a long time. I did Christian rock. I've done inspirational house music, uh, jazz, um, R&B, uh, uh, rock. Uh, I've done blues. I've done a little bit of everything. I, I really, I really. Like I said, I really enjoy music, and I really and don't. Um, I really don't limit myself to one particular genre of music because you know it's nothing but creative art for us. It's an expression of whatever it is. You know, you're telling whatever story, whether or not you're on uh, this side of the boat where you know you're expressing your adoration to God, or you're talking about lay me down, baby. <laughs> hey. You know, everything is a story. You know, that's what I, yeah. I I appreciate about music in the 70s and the 80s. They come out with one song, but, you know, it just hits you like, wow. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And it, it, it didn't matter if you had a look. You know, if you looked at the 70s, it was like 5,000 bands. And, you know, that nobody was concentrating on the fact that you had an afro and all that kind of. They just liked that song. And you had a whole bunch of one-hit wonders. But... Mm-hmm. The, the music spoke loud, yeah. you know, and it's, 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 to me, that's what he was saying about support independent artists because mm. you, you, you're your own expression of yourself. Mm. And if somebody told me a long time ago, hey, uh, you know, don't just sing, if you, if you do covers, because everybody is covered, if you do covers, don't try to sound exactly like Mm-mm. this person. Find your own, you know, mm-hmm. and that's a hard journey because, you know, when you're listening to music as, uh, adolescent or as a grown person, you know, you like their voice, how they sound. So you try to emulate that, but that's not you, you know. I had to find my own way, my own self, how I want to express this, and what does it feel like to me. So that's why I really, you know, enjoy music, every facet of it, because it's an expression of whatever. And one thing about music that uh, goes beyond a lot of other art forms is that um, they say that music will pass barriers that if just me in conversation talking to you, if I shut you down, you're not hearing me. Mm-hmm. But I can play a song, and it might say the same message, and eventually you, you start repeating what's being mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, it's, mm. it's a very powerful, you know, outlet. Medium. Yeah. Yeah. And so people don't really pay attention to a lot of, a lot of <laughs> propaganda that they've sold to 
um, I would say, the black culture. And, you know, and not just the black culture, but people in general through music. Mm-hmm. A lot of the barriers and things like that, because like I said, I'm, I'm 47, so I was born in 73. A lot of things that um, we weren't, we didn't, we didn't, we weren't, we weren't even exposed to. It was mm-hmm. grown, this is grown folks conversation. Remove yourself from uh, the room. My mom didn't say nothing. I wasn't in there. What? <laughs> Baby. <laughs> What? I uh, was gone. If you stood there and looked like you were watching a conversation, pow! Okay. That's true. Maybe you true. can hit off reflex. Uh, yeah. That's true. And you just, and I, I don't understand how these kids, you know, they mm-hmm. get to go on and they have, I, there was never a, a formulation of a word because you, you can't breathe and you scared <laughs> that if you, <laughs> if you okay. exhale too long, they're going to knock you out one more time. Yep. My mama did. And it, and it wasn't abuse. I don't know why people it's like, oh, it's not. Right. No. It's not. It was, this is a barrier. Yeah. This is, this is real life. In real life, there yeah. are certain things that you're not going to be able Period. to do. Mm-hmm. That's There's true. a certain way that you need to carry yourself as a human being and respect to somebody else because you're not here by yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what, uh, one of the part of the propaganda that they have in the music now is that uh, people have this misconception that this is their world and nobody else is there. Ooh, Ooh. Mm-hmm. I can do and say what I want to say and nothing mm. matters. That's not mm. true, man. As you woke, wake up with somebody and you go to bed, well, not if it's somebody that you want, <laughs> okay, or not. I mean, you know, like you said, you know, you could be comfortable in your skin. That's good. Everybody, everybody wants some type of companionship. Oh yeah, whether it be you know a human being or the dog or the cat, whichever one floats your boat. You know, we all want some type of. As for me, you know, like I said, I was married uh, for twenty, almost twenty five years, mm. and then you know I've been divorced for four, and it, uh, this is not it's not a good look. <laughs> It's a lot of retarded men out there. I'm sorry. Uh, listen, say that one more time. Rick, Rick, oh that's my gosh. But I'm just saying, I'm not saying that it, that it you know, it's, it's, it's that. It's the way you brung up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of factors that go into, you know, uh, the, a person. So I won't just say a man. People. Yeah. In general. It's yeah. a lot of retarded. They have been left by, behind. Nobody ever, you know, if, if they did come to him and say, baby, uh, this, this ain't right. They didn't pay no damn attention. Because that's too nice. That's too nice. That's why you're supposed to cuss Baby, him out. Baby, this ain't, oh, that's why you're supposed to cuss him out. That's why. Nobody Baby, said stop. nothing to him. A lot of these men look at you. Oh. I had one man, I went, uh, my brother told me to go on Tinder. He oh, said, no, go man. on Tinder. And he said, it's just for you to, uh, you know, it's, it's a different way for you to find. I'm like, okay. So I had... I had one guy, didn't look, well, there are several people that don't look nothing like that picture. <laughs> nothing like that You know you're going to do it, right? You know you're going to do it. I won't have to because it keeps coming Baby. up, but go ahead. It's a, nothing like that picture. The one guy said, oh, I just want to see you in person. I said, oh, okay. I was driving. I think I was uh, on 16. He said, oh, uh, uh, he said, meet me on, um, on 10 by the, the bank. In the parking lot, he said, just pull up. And I said, well, I'll pull over in the parking lot in the bank because this is a neutral place. Mm-hmm. He pulled up with a gown or something in between his legs. I said, oh, Lord. He said, oh, hey, how you? Oh, you look nice. Mm-mm. Mm. 
I said, oh, how you doing? And proceeded to turn around. Okay. <laughs> I done told you. He said, no, wait, 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 wait on it. He said, um, <laughs> you just going to leave and don't give me nothing but pull $30 oh, out of his Gosh. <laughs> I, just okay, I thought I had some experiences, but I had never. I said, you can see the exhaust that's coming out of my tooth. Oh, my goodness. I've never been propositioned like that. I mean, I have been propositioned online, but not in person like that. Um, I wanted, to, I wanted to, to go back to one thing you said, and then you, since you talked about catfishing, I guess it's time for me to do this poem. Do it. In just a minute. But we were talking about boldness earlier. And you were talking about music having a message and music being able to move through people's boundaries and get to their heart, get to their mind. I think that the arts do that, period. Mm -hmm. Like poetry, comedy. I think you can get away with saying a lot. I do. A lot of and stuff. And just laugh, man. And, and, and people, I think Chris Rock said it, they laugh so hard. And then later they think about it. Mm -hmm. well, later they think about stupid? it. Yes, I go. You know, they think about it later. Um, and then with poetry, you know, some of those lines stick in people's minds and then they think about it later. But the message is already there. It's already been planted in their minds. And I think that's what makes the art so powerful. And I think that that's why it's really important as artists that we are bold. Mm hmm. Because I think you're talking about the 70s, the 60s, that music was the voice of a generation. Yes. That music came out and said things that the politicians wouldn't say, that the ministers wouldn't say, that nobody else was saying. And when the music said it, then the culture took a hold of it mm -hmm. and it gained a life of its own. And if we look back at like the civil rights movement, I mean, there were songs that even today people sing. I think of Marvin Gaye, you know, mm, what's exactly. going on, you know, and, and you hear that song, you know, I think of Sam Cooke, you know, a change is going to come. You hear that song and it, it does something to you. It makes you say things have to change. Mm -hmm. Things cannot stay the same. Because that music touched you beyond thought, beyond intellect. It touched you at a soul level to where you felt like, oh, no, what he's saying is wrong. It, it's got to change. I got to make it change. You know, or even Michael Jackson, you know, the man in the mirror. Or that song where he was saying, they don't even care about us, you know. Yeah, That's, I mean, white. yeah, black and white. Though there were certain songs that I can think back to, you know, Prince, and I can think back to different people who said things. And I remember even as a teenager being galvanized, being inspired to say, you know what, that ain't right. Mm -hmm. That that has to change. And I remember poetry. I remember Maya Angelou when I heard a phenomenal woman for the first time mm -hmm. talking about boldness. You know, I might not be a fashion model size, you know, but I am a phenomenal woman. You know, I hadn't heard women say stuff like that. You know, men don't know where my secret lies, you know. And she was talking about the diamonds between her thighs. I was Yay, like, look at funny. you. Uh, you know, let me feel that way. Let me feel that way. Yeah, yeah exactly. Me. You know, twinkle, so twinkle, baby. I mean, 
I remember as a kid, as a teenager, hearing certain things, you know, seeing certain things, that music, especially comedy, especially. I remember we were in middle school. I might have been in ninth grade or eighth grade. Eddie Murphy's Raw came out. Oh, Father. Oh, we God. all could recite that. Now, we were kids. We weren't even supposed to be watching that. But we would be <laughs> up, up watching HBO and Showtime yeah. in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. everybody I knew had memorized his whole, from beginning to end. Yep. You know. I was an ice cream. You know. You know, and I mean, yeah. everything. Man, we got a woman for around that man. Or, or Richard Pryor. Oh, my God. You know, I mean, I remember. They don't shoot cars. They shoot niggas. <laughs> yeah, I remember those iconic moments with that music, with that comedy, and with poetry that just kind of, like I said, it just, it gave me boldness. Mm-hmm. It made me feel proud of my culture. It made me feel proud of myself. And I was like, wow, okay. I have something to say, too. Maybe one day I could say something even a little bit as as inspiring as that, even a little bit as as iconic as that, you know. And I think that that's, that's what kind of made us all feel like we can be culture changers. You know, we can be cultural inspirers. We can leave a legacy. Absolutely. Because I thought about those people that came before me and they left a legacy. Their inspiration, it lived way after they were gone. Mm-hmm. Because we're talking about, I'm talking about people, I don't even know when they died, but I know they've been gone a long time. Oh, yeah. And still, their message, the boldness of their message, the the authenticity of their message, the uniqueness of their message, it just captured my imagination, your imagination. We all sitting here laughing about, I didn't know you when that happened. I didn't know you when that happened, but we all have a shared touchstone because we resonate. We remember when we saw that, when we heard that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so powerful, you know, and speaking of catfish, oh my gosh. <laughs> so audience, um, we want you to be bold. We want you to be confident, but we also want you to be authentic and not lie to people. Yeah, don't lie to people. Don't don't bamboozle folks. That's not right. that's not polite. No more bamboozlement. So, I will tell you um, the background of this poem, and then um, I'm going to talk to Blaze about balance because that was a topic she wanted to talk about tonight. So I lost my balance. I lost my balance when I went to meet this gentleman from Plenty of Fish. All right. So, baby, you got to hit it. I had been talking to him. I was really excited about this date. I met him at Chili's. I was, yeah, you I met him at so Chili's. Chili's. So, I'm going to take a breath <laughs> and I'm going to tell you my experience, Facebook family, podcast family. All right. Wow. Plenty of fish. Looked at his profile. He was sexy and fine. Got excited to meet him over a glass of wine. Walked into the place. Stepped right through the door. A black Danny DeVito was smiling. So sure my date was behind him. I looked to the side. He tapped me on my shoulder. Said, I'm your date for tonight. I stifled a cringe. Studied his face for a clue. Where was the man from the pictures? I knew much shorter than me. Balding. 
ashy brown skin. He had the nerve to ask what I thought of him. I tried to be polite, avoid answering, but he pressed forward so clueless and asked yet again, Sir, the problem is this, to be frank and true. You said you were 6'1". It looks more like 5'2". <laughs> you boasted of fitness but look stout and round. In fact, not a single detail from your pictures I found. I don't mean to say more. I don't want to be rude, but I've never seen nose hairs so boldly <laughs> protrude. Your hairs, all gray, not black. There are teeth that you lack, and surprisingly, there's hair in the back on the top of your back. <laughs> Your beard is unkempt. It looks moldy and old, and you smell slightly like Munster cheese <laughs> or black mold. <laughs> I came out for some wine, but have no appetite. I think I'll bid you adieu for the night, but before I depart, I must ask, be open. Can I have the name and number of your friend? Because it's obvious you borrowed a picture from somebody you know. But I understand if you'd rather just go. A blind date does not mean that I cannot see, and it's pretty obvious that you catfished me. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Wasted wow. my time. But not all is amiss. You inspired a poem, Mr. Plenty of Fish. Wow. <laughs> Now, Facebook family, before you think I'm super mean, I didn't say anything to this man except you don't look like your picture and I don't think I can stay for the date. And then I came out to my car. I was traumatized. I was sitting in my car. I said, I don't know what to do. That was really bad. I, I, I got to call Kay. And I called Kay and I said, Kay. You know I'm the wrong one to call. I Girl. said, Kay. <laughs> I have just been catfish. She said, no, girl, you're no, you lying. <laughs> I said, no. I said, I've been catfish. She said, was he fine on his pictures? I said, yes. And she said, she said, ooh, 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 I got this. Looked at his pictures. He was sexy and fine. I said, oh, 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 I said, I got it from now. And I sat there on my phone and wrote that poem in the parking lot of Chili's. <laughs> Cause I was I was severely trying. I, I got wow. off of plenty of fish and I never went back. Wow. I mean, swear I'm, I'm not on plenty of fish now. I got off. I couldn't do it again. I, that was enough. I never done. I, I I never did plenty of fish. I never wanted to be tender. Okay. Was enough. I, that, I I had to get off of there too. I just can't. I can't. I, I can't, can't do none of them websites. I can't. I, I followed my brother's advice for a moment. That, that, mm -hmm. A moment in time. Yeah. Nose well, hairs. Yeah. It, you, got my, you got my fans over here crying, laughing. These ladies done put like 20,000 laughing faces. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Baby. Hey, it, it, was, it was bad. It was bad. You I mean, that was caught. not the only time I got caught fish, catfish, but that was the worst. That was the worst. Oh, wow. So, okay. So, I, I, I got through that. But see, we were talking about support system balance. He would have supported you. In, oh, he probably would have. <laughs> he would have loved you and cherished you. He probably had you. plenty of coins. You, okay, thank you. You should have shaved his back and called it a night. Come on, baby. I know you know what. You, let me shave your back. Let me put some, 
Let me wax your mustache. Let me let me go give you a bath right quick. Put you in a better suit. You look like you got that out your grandma's closet. Let me help you out, baby. Let me put you together because you can't be catfishing me together. like this. You gotta glue them together sometimes. You just gotta, you know, oh, Lord, oh, put them in some swagger. Get, get that man some swagger. Maybe even for the next one, you should have gave him a makeover or something. I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't get past. I couldn't get past the little. What do you call it? The vestibule of chilies. Right. I was just stunned. I was stunned. <laughs> I couldn't. I was stunned. Oh. Yeah, that was as far as we got. I couldn't do it. Maybe that's the and, and Kay said, "I would at least gotten dinner." You didn't oh, oh, you don't pay me. Oh, we go eat. Even if I'm taking this plate to go, we go eat. Cause I gotta sit down and ask you, sir, what in the? Why is you here looking like you looking? I know, doggone well, you know who I was coming for. At least glue the picture to your forehead or something. Give me something to look at. You should be. Oh, you know she shouldn't have called me. Cause I was going for like two minutes. <laughs> He just stood there and hold my. He was holding my hand, and I was like, "Okay." He said, "He said I feel the connection." I said, "I don't feel no connection." Can you release my hand? Child, I turned my wife. You are so nice looking. Oh, and he was holding my hand like you look so nice. And I'm like, "Can you release my hand?" What you doing? I work at so and so. He wanted to sell me on the coins. He had a nice job. I, 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 I'm told. I got a job. The man too. told me, you know, when you get forty, you know exactly what you want and what you don't Facts. want. He didn't lie. Mm, I'm not going. You know, I was passing when I was a kid. No, no, no. And oh, you, you so fine. Like you say, Mister T. Oh my lord, I had, <laughs> I've had some folks and they just smile and. The, and you, oh, okay. Can I have your number? No, you cannot. Have a good day. You don't need I a friend. No, oh my God, I got, I got called out my name friend. not too long ago for I'm that. Good. I'm good. That's what I'm good. I'm taking. Oh, you wanted them <laughs> up with it. Whoa. Wow. Why I gotta be all in? I just, I, like I said, I, I don't want you. you. I don't, it, it is you. Everybody got somebody for they. Yeah. I, it's always somebody for somebody. Yeah. It's because it's not me. Don't right. mean it ain't somebody. Right, right, so, right. A lot of people look at me and be like, oh, she not cute. I'm not mad because I'm, right. I'm cute to myself. Right, exactly. Right, Wake right, up every right. morning and love on me. It's some, I don't know. It's some people that might just die single. Some people should go to hell single. Just <laughs> they should just wake up on fire single. They don't need nobody. Some people should date each other. Y'all should both go to hell together. That's what they need. Some people just need the, the evil folks. Just can they find the evil people? Stop looking for us good hearted people. If you rude and disgusting and selfish, go find somebody else who's rude and disgusting and selfish and live y'all lives together. Cuss each other. Go do whatever it is y'all do together. Let us good hearted people find each other. Please move. Just that's what I say. Move. Let us find. Quit catfishing us. Quit doing all that. Go find you somebody who want a short man with a hair on his neck and smell like cheese. <laughs> she got a she got it's a woman out there with 50 cats right now looking for Mr. Moldy Cheese with hair. Exactly. It's somebody out there who okay, wants so Mr. Fun. Moldy Cheese. It just ain't Zen. I try. <laughs> no, well, honey. You know. And there's some women that will take take on that fixer up job. Girl, she all you did. gotta do is but that's that ain't everybody's journey. It wasn't me, right. it, it ain't mine. Right. I'm too old true. to be trying to fix it. She should have called me for that's the food. Not, that's true. I'm good. You know, <laughs> as I was saying. <laughs> I had to pull up from my head. I'll get, I'm here to get up late. I, no, we don't want to date you, sir. We just, I'm sorry. <laughs> I hear you. I'm I here for you. the egg rolls. My bad. I'm, 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 I'm honest. I'm very honest. So I had to be honest about my 
inability to stay, you know, but I, I want to end, I want to talk to um, Blaze about balance. Cause you know, balance as Mr. Howard was saying before he left, having that support system. When I got in over my head with the plenty of fish situation, I called my support system to bring me back to myself, to bring me back to, you know, my, my normal Zen state. And, and she definitely had the words to make me laugh about the situation and make me just turn it into a positive. Like he was saying before he left, take the negatives and flip the script, mm-hmm. you know, so that, that really negative situation where I felt like, Oh my gosh, I got dressed, came all out, was excited. Now I'm disappointed. Then it became something that we one all laughing poem, about. Baby, that's one of the hottest We poem. all laughing about, you know, we all, we all moving on about, we, we, MP3. you know, so, and, and good people in your life can help you see the positive, even in the middle of the negative, you know, they can help you flip the script. They can help you come back to balance, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad I have her cause she definitely has helped me come back to balance on some situations that kind of knock me off my, my little Zen path knocked me off my, 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 you know, you have this thing in mind. You think things are going to go a certain way. And, yeah, right. and people tell you, you know, don't have all those expectations, but I still have. Of course I do. I want to be swept know? off my feet. I go by the broom too. Here, baby, just sweep. Just make do the sweeping. <laughs> I get the broom for you. If you just do the sweeping, doggone. I just don't mm-hmm. want the same status quo. Do the sweeping. Sweep me. Shoot. You, I might buy the broom this time, and next time, next time it's time for something to be swept away. You got a Roomba, and I ain't got to move oh, at all. It's just crawling about the floor and picking things up. I'm telling you, once you became, once I became happy with myself, that's how my my current found me. I was, I just became happy. I said, you know what, everything going crazy. Anyway, I'm just gonna wake up happy. Bet, bet. I'm just gonna make a conscious effort. I'm not gonna be pissed off about nothing. My kids clowning, <sighs> honey, <laughs> stop. Back to happy, okay. Happy, happy. And it just changed things. Our brainwaves does that. Like I tell people all the time, because I used to suffer from depression and things like that. I was overweight. I was huge, y'all. And still was loving my big fluffy self. And still was loud and no, no, no. This in the room and then get in my car and be like, oh my gosh, I just want to go home. I don't want to go home. I'm sleeping in my car. All kind of things. And I got a four bedroom house. Completely depressed. Leaving a show after like, Killing and then going home and sleeping in my car. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to go in my house and face the reality that I have going on. And I was like, man, this is this my life for real? Am I giving out all this, all this? And people think about the think domestic abuse is just physical. I wish it was. I wish he would have at some point shut his mouth and posted up so I could punch him in his face. I'm good with that part. I used to ride horses and bulls and fix cars with my uncle. I could handle that. More than somebody look you in your face and you doing everything you can. And they be like, you, why you just so useless? And, oh you should use hydroxycut. You can do this. You can do that. Or you building a career in comedy and movies and you got to beg somebody to just get. Could you just look at the DVD of me? You know what I'm saying? I know right. Netflix got all these comedians. You've watched them more than once. Can this stop collecting dust? Can, can you look at me? Can you put me in? I'm funny. I think I'm funny. People think I'm funny. My people think I'm funny. Why my man I'm laying next to every day don't think I'm funny? Can you just put it in? You never came out to any shows. You haven't supported anything else that I've done. And I'm just like, for once, I'm with somebody that I don't have to wake up and be like, why are you here? Oof. Because I did that for years. 
trying to figure out why. What, what, why are you? Why do you? And it got to the point where he even had an odor. He was so negative. His his spirit was so heavy. He was an odor in my life, like literally, literally. And right. it didn't leave until he left. Like like I'm talking about, he had to leave, and then I had to air my house out. Like I mean, I had to open up the windows and let him out. His energy was that awful, and he was that heavy on my on my spirit. And I'm like, if you can be heavy on K. And Kay love everybody. Kay out here bubbles and gum and jumps and why don't mess with her now because she's stupid. But other than that, yay, everybody. You know what I'm saying? People know. I'm like the I'm the, like the gangstest person people know and the sweetest one too. I'm, I'll be like, hey, you doing something? Did you just mess with up? <laughs> now, girl, what were we talking about over here? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and get back to business because it's not that serious. You got to make up in your mind that you want to be happy no matter what's going on. It's unavoidable suffering is going to happen. That's one thing I learned from Julius Vogel. He tells me that all the time. Unavoidable suffering is in, it's, it's innate. It's going to happen. You can't control it. You can't do nothing about it. We could have had, we could have been living all this year trying to avoid COVID. Oh, Lord. Oh, COVID. COVID. Oh, Lord. Rah! Running and running. And, 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 and then a bus running red light. And just that fast, your life is over with because you and you and you got to understand you spent your day scared. You, oh, Lord, oh, this person, oh, Lord, Lord, and what is this person going to think? And you, you really stifled your life because you wasn't bold enough to live it. Right. Mm. People say you only you only live once. No, you only die once. Mm. You live every single day. Every day. Like, you wake up every day with a whole nother life. Like, you know what, what I did yesterday? I can choose to keep worrying about it or i could just go you know what today cool all right how we gonna do this day then all right cool that day all right i messed yesterday up i'm sorry i almost went to jail you know what i'm saying i messed up my kids don't like me they was upset all right bet let's go today we're gonna take them to the park let's go get some snow cones the kids back good okay cool all right my man was tripping yesterday all right let me go in here and give him some right quick yeah 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 hey Sally. Hey, hey, okay, bet he good. All right, mama wasn't talking to me because I, I I left her kitchen dirty. All right, cool. So today I'm gonna go over here and cook for her right quick. Wash all the dishes, clean her whole kitchen, and leave a meal right here. Cool. All right, mama came home, found it. Oh, great. All right, that's good. Cool. Let's go over here and fix that. Like you just gotta go forward. There's nothing you can do about yesterday. Nothing. It's over. It's over. It didn't. Win. It didn't happen. You got to know that you 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 are important enough to yourself to be like, look, I can't worry about that. And I'm just gonna be happy. I'm just I'm gonna be happy. That's the day I'm going to have. I'm just going to be happy. This person gone. This person gone. Okay, I can't bring them back. Yeah. So I'm going to choose to live. Through, I'm going to let them. I'm going to let their life emulate through me. I, that's all I can do because I'm still here. So I still got to go forward for them because they gone now. They can't. So now I got to grab their spirit by the hand. Okay. Ooh, ooh, I feel good. All right. Walk with me. Let's go. And you can, you know what I'm saying? Keep moving. That's how I made it past my granny. Like, I was not expecting her to leave this year. And I, I was so... I was destroyed, to say the least. Like, to say that you brought me to a place where I'm crying all day, like, I'm talking about not wanting to do nothing. I didn't move for, like, two days. I think I just really didn't want nothing. And the third day, I had a show. And I was like, oh, I just don't want to go. And it was like her voice came in. Look here, we don't, we don't, we don't play about our money, baby. You, you're going to get up. <laughs> <laughs> like... She, that, that's how we talk. Oh, baby, no, ma'am, no, ma'am, no, ma'am. How, you you got to go get these coins, baby. You, 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 you got, you got kids to take care of. Would, would you? Would, I can't come back in and pay help for your kids. So you got to get up. You got to do what you got to do. And so since then, I was just like, you're right, you're right. So I'm gonna choose 
to do this anyway. I'm going to choose to live anyway. I'm going to choose to keep making people laugh because I always made you laugh. I'm going to choose to keep singing and doing what I got to do because that's what you inspired of me. She was an artist as well. So it was it was, it was was something to have her in my life as it is. So people got to know the blessing of people and then carry those blessings forward. Don't leave the negative stuff because it's gone already. Take everything positive you got from them and just go. Just go. That's your job. Keep going. As long as you... <gasps> Oh, bet, go. All right, that's, that's me. Go, let's go. Kevin's getting up and going to get some coffee. I heard people say, oh, I just, I just feel like sometimes I don't even want to get out of bed. Okay. Get up. Exactly. Get up. I, I have those days all the time. I wake up, Lord, I just don't want to move. Whatever. I don't care if I get up and run around the kitchen. I swear to God, I will just jump out of bed. If I feel like that, okay, I don't even wait for myself to feel it. I just jump up. You going to run today? Come on, jump. Jump. I don't care. You going to hop up. Do some jumping jacks, nigga. Just, I don't care if you're doing them wrong. Go backwards. Go backwards. Do them with But you got to do that. Like That's how you overcome depression, literally. You got to just be insane to yourself. <laughs> you know, I want to say, talking about balance and talking about making negatives out of positives. You were right about everything you said. There's a saying that you can't be depressed when you make yourself smile. That's right. Because your body, if you sit here and frown, eventually you'll feel down. Exactly. But if you start to smile, even if you don't feel like it, eventually your body, you can't make yourself smile and then still feel depressed. You know, it's a process and, Sometimes when we get up, you know, when I get depressed, which isn't often, I make myself go outside mm-hmm. because there's something sun. about the sun on my face, the breeze on my face, <clears throat> feeling my body move, walking, knowing that everything around me is alive. That makes me feel like, you know what? All of this stuff that I'm going through is going to pass. You know, the sun has been up there for millennia. The ground has been here for millennia. All this little stuff that I'm getting upset about, that's temporary. Right. You know, and, and I, it just kind of grounds me to the fact that I need to kind of focus on the stuff that's long-lasting mm-hmm. and not the stuff that's temporary. And, and also, like you said about those messages from the people who have left, you know, mm-hmm. I remember my mama telling me, you are not going to stop this business that you started. It took me, you know, 40 some years to get you to be a businesswoman. You will <laughs> keep going to do this, you know, cause she always wanted me to be a, a businesswoman. She never wanted me to work for anybody else. I mean, she was, she had like eight different DBAs and I'm not exaggerating. We, when she passed, we found eight DBAs in her name. I only knew about one. Wow. You know, but she, I, we knew she had other businesses, but she still had all those DBAs. She never let them go. You know, my mother believed in, as you said, getting those coins. She was a hustler. So, you know, you take those messages and you, and you find a way to cause them to encourage you. So I wanted to come back to you. And why did you pick balance as the word that you wanted to talk about tonight? I think balance is uh, the greatest challenge that we all have. Yeah, because, you know, um, especially um, I wouldn't just say in this day and time, but definitely in this day and time to be able to balance your life. Mm. Well, it's fulfilling is uh, uh, <laughs> it's a feat mm-hmm. to be able to <clears throat> pay your bills and not be stressed out mm. to be able to enjoy yourself and not overdo that. 
to be able to be, whether it's confident or bold or to be able to hold back or whatever, to learn how to make yourself to be balanced to where your life is fulfilling every day mm-hmm. is a challenge that, you know, I, uh, I think when you overcome, you, 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 you don't have, you don't, you don't have any more obstacles because if you can control yourself and you can balance yourself, then there's nothing that you can't attain hmm. because everything else like you said, it's temporary. You can't control anybody else. It's not about them. So if it, if you have a weight problem, it's about your self control. That's so right. Can I can I control the way that I? Because I had I did emotional eating. I was abused as a kid, so I would eat. You know, it, and food food literally has a. Uh, what Addictive you say? qualities. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they release uh, endorphins. About how you feel. It releases Absolutely. endorphins in you, and there are certain foods that you eat. You're like. Mm. Yes. You know, you do the food dance. Oh, y'all got to eat my fusion food. I can get y'all oh, and take so y'all good. up to a mountain oh, and drop you off. I swear. Oh, this is so good. Oh. You know, and you really like chocolate. Yeah. You know why women crave chocolate yes. so much? Chocolate mm-hmm. has the same chemical in it that your body releases when you're in love. That's right. That's why a lot of people will eat chocolate when they're depressed because mm-hmm. literally it functions in the brain the same way that love functions. Yep. Which is crazy, you know. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, being able to find that balance and uh, like she was saying, you know, my grandmother, she she was awesome. I, my grandmother, my dad, there were people that God placed in my, thank God, you know, that he put in my life for whatever time or season that some people have never had in their life. My, mm. my father was awesome. Nobody's perfect. People look for some kind of perfect person that never does this and never does. Be real. Okay. You know? Be real, and, and that, that's the ho- that's the that's the, the best thing that you can ever do. Be real all the if way. You, if you a liar, you be a good liar. That's be the what best you one you can think of. Because, because people, oh hell, I don't tell no lies, and you just sold like twelve just right now. Come that's on it. now, hey Paul. Paul said if you lie the truth, he said if you say you ain't got no sin, you a lying the truth ain't that you Okay, know. right, right. People want to act and portray something that they not. Mm-hmm. All the time. Just don't do it. Don't do it. What I respect about the older generation, you talking about your grandmother, they didn't, okay, didn't say, oh, I didn't do this. When I was growing up, they didn't present certain things Mm-mm. to me because it wasn't necessary for me to grow. Facts. Facts. As an adult, I learned about the alcoholic, this person, and this. And it wasn't necessary for me to know all of that. As a child, they wanted me to mature in the most positive way as I could. They wanted me to not experience the things that they experienced. So they didn't say, oh, going out here and do this and do that. They smoke. Look, I I learned about a contact from my grandmother. I was outside with my... Baby. <laughs> auntie. I was, I was in the car with auntie. I was outside <laughs> with my, my a couple of the neighbors, and I come in the house. My grandmother said, where you, where you sitting at? I said, I was outside. She said, so what y'all was doing? I was talking. She said, they was talking, and what else was they doing? I said, they was sitting there talking. She said, she said, you got to contact. I said, what's that, Grandma? She said, oh, she, my grandma was funny. She said, when people be smoking them weedlums. New word alert. She said, them weedlums. I said, what is the, she said, yeah, you know, when people smoke marijuana, even though you ain't smoking, you get a contact, your eyes are glazed. Yeah, and if yes. you ever come in this house like that, I'm going to beat the hell out of you. Have yes, ma'am. <laughs> God bless you, Granny. There you go. <laughs> It wasn't necessary for her to tell me she was in bars and doing this or whatever. When she was, but they did it in a way because they wanted you to be better than them. Absolutely. Right. 
And that's what I think a lot, and I would say in the black American culture, because we we have lost a lot. We have lost a lot of the positive things that, mm-hmm. that we had going for us. Because to have resilience that we had, 400 years of slavery, somebody looking you in your face, and, well, basically telling you you can't look them in the face. Look at the ground. Right. Walk off the curb. Yeah, right. Yes, sir, sir, yes. And still be able to build businesses and to build their family and try to give you the most positive outlet of life. Yeah. That is so awesome. And we, you don't, you really don't hear too much about too much of that part of black culture. They, they emphasize everything negative that you can find. Yeah, they start Black but History Month with slavery. They was they lost us then. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> what you say about entrepreneurship in the 60s, in the 50s, in the 70s, 50, 60% of black people were entrepreneurs. Hmm. It might be 10% now. We had vision and we moved on it. To me, that's awesome. To, oh, well, let me see. How can I do this? And just make it have. I would say 70% of the things that people use every day were com- in this country and all abroad were, you, were created by black Americans. The right. light bulb, the refrigerator. Air Where do you know what people don't mm-hmm. need? What country do you know they, 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 they go, that you go to that they don't use a refrigerator? A right. lawnmower. Breaks on Dye. the Dye. Soap. Peanut butter. But see the thing that the thing is, you know, I there were, I had somebody it, it, he wasn't funny to me. I the I I first uh realized how many inventions that that man made that at that point in time they refused to give us a patent for. Yeah. Right. So basically I can I can give my brainchild and you tell me it's yours. After, you know, oh, I'm going to just give you these $200 and you be you be fine, good nigga. Mm-hmm. That type of thing. But the fact that, you know, when I learned this man was, he created those inventions with the peanut after he learned what was what, what crops he could use to enrich the soil mm-hmm. so that they could mm-hmm. uh, continue to grow their cotton. So he said, you know, if you plant, it was uh, the sweet potato and peanuts. So if you plant the sweet potato and the peanuts in a, after you harvest it, then it enriches your soil so you can continue to grow your cotton. But then on top of that, he came up with inventions to utilize all of the peanuts mm-hmm. and the sweet potatoes that they harvested because they had such a um, large amount of it because they were continuing to, to try to enrich the soil. To me, that speaks volumes. But the only thing people talk about is peanut butter. Right. Right. It's, it's, there's so much to our story. There's so much w- richness. And, you know, we were talking about flipping the script. You know, a lot of soul food was created because they gave us things that they didn't want to eat. Facts. Exactly. And we flipped the script. <clears throat> we learned how to season it in, in mm. a way that it became a delicacy. Yeah, they sneaking out there to get an oxtail. Excuse me. I just, just yeah, get, get exactly. Get so we, have, we are a people... <laughs> That has flipped the script ever since we came from ever Africa. Since. You you feel me? You know, we we came here with our our beliefs. We were told we couldn't practice them. We find a way to, oh, that's the Virgin Mary. Okay, that that reminds me of, of of this back home. You know, that's Jesus. Oh, okay, that reminds me of this back home. We infused our beliefs. Still practice. I mean, when people get the Holy Ghost, screaming, jumping. 
That's Africa. That is not Christianity. Yeah. That's from the motherland. Exactly. That I've been dancing, to white church before. You know what I'm saying? Oh. That dancing, that's from the soul. You know what I'm saying? So we took our culture and infused it. You say we can only do it this way. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to do it that way, our way too. Mm-hmm. And so we've been flipping the script ever since we got here. Yep. And and that's well, one of our strengths. That's one of our strengths. I think they really need to, I've, if, if it was at all possible, if they actually told truthful stories. <laughs> right. Truthful stories. Because a lot of, uh, when my dad did, um, he did our lineage, a lot of the way in the census is, that they that they um, they registered Native Americans were enslaved. It right. wasn't it wasn't, and they were by and large, even though <clears throat> they talk about Africans, by and large, it was more Native American people that were enslaved, and more people. If you if you go back and say, oh, let me see who's in my lineage, you'll find a lot of Native Americans. Oh, I don't of course, have Cherokee in my family, and so this is the thing, like. The whole picture is not being told. Told, and so we we hear one thing, but the biggest thing I, I would say, as far as Black American people, is that they stolen our heritage, because as Black American people, you know, we are American. We not from Africa or anywhere else. We're from here, mm-hmm. and our grandmother was born here. Our great grandmother was born here, so we can't say, "Oh, my people are from Ghana." Right. You know, unless you do one of those Ancestry.com. Yeah, okay. I've done it. And go over there and next year. I don't care. I know. I don't care nothing about you. I know if you're like, who is that? They'd be like, oh, mother, you don't eat that boy. I'm going to do, I'm going to do the, ans- the African Ancestry one because I've done the, I've done the Ancestry.com. I was, I'm 42% Nigerian. I'm uh, from the Cameroon and then I'm 22% Caucasian. That's, Looking at me, not looking at my mama. Out that hood, nigga. Look, looking mm. at my mama, you would say, "Oh yeah." Looking at my grandparents, you would say, "Oh yeah." Looking at me, I, I look more like my daddy, you know. But uh, everybody above me is is white. White can pass for you know almost anything they want to pass for. So yeah, I, I I found some balance in doing my DNA and knowing you know where I came from on this map. And I want to go back to all those places that I came from. So that's that's become part of my bucket list. Oh well, look, we're going to Ghana next year. You gotta go and go and get your, get yourself together. We're going to Ghana already. All right, all right. Well, we gotta kind of wrap up, but I wanted you to tell people where to find you, and I wanted you to tell them a little bit about the song that we're gonna be adding into the podcast. So. Um, all of my social media is Blazing Vocals. B L A Z I N V O C A L S. Um. That's Instagram, Facebook, um, all of it. My website is Blazing Vocals. Um, and my brand, which um, I have on one of my shirts, is uh, Blaze Fashions. Love it. But uh, you can find it. And I do have some music on iTunes and um, Spotify. Uh, it's actually dance music on there. Um, I'm going to be putting some jazz pieces on there and some R&B uh, stuff that I'm working on now. Um, probably some more gospel stuff. Okay. But just about anything. Awesome, awesome. And I will be looking for one of your clips so I can put it on my Facebook page so that uh, 
you know, people can hear you and also go download your music. You know, Mr. Howard was talking about supporting these indie artists. Download it, share it, like it, you know, post it, all those things. We want to support our indie artists. Um, and I wanted to bring Kay back up and tell us where they can find you. Oh, hey, y'all. Say y'all. Y'all know y'all can find me on Instagram on that IG thing with them with them pictures on it. My name is Lady <laughs> underscore K-A-Y-E 89 because that's the best year. That's the last year before all them people start getting rookie. Boy, them nines, I don't know what happened with them, Lord. That, but 89 was a good year. They shot Reagan and everything. I tell you the truth. 89 was <laughs> a good year. He survived, so I can tell that joke. Um, Facebook, K Jones Hearts. Uh, also, go like my lady K, the singing comedian page. Um, I, I can't figure out quit, Twitter, 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 that bird. I don't know how to do that. So, if somebody would like to teach me how to do that bird thing, that blue bird, I would, that would be greatly appreciated. People keep telling me I need to be on there, but I don't know how to work it. You grab Because I'm elderly. Um, what else am I on? That's mostly what I'm his on. Um, we're also, um, we're, we're getting our production company started and all kind of things like that. So we, we have a lot going on. I'm super, super excited about this year. Um, I'm grateful that, that, that in the midst of a pandemic, we can, we can, we can flip the script. Mm. I ain't been hungry. Girl. I had to figure out another way to hustle. I can't go on tour. Okay. Well, let's figure out something else. All right. Like, you know, that's what, that's what it is to be black. We didn't even know a pandemic was happening. We was like, it's, it's a pandemic outside. I I ain't see a panda. I we I didn't have no bamboo sticks. We didn't know what a pandemic was. We had no idea. We've been broke a long time. <laughs> we didn't know what a pandemic was. A pan who I got a pan of sausage in there in the refrigerator. No mama pandemic. Oh, I don't know what that is, baby. So I'm grateful that we can flip the script. I'm glad that our minds work in that way. I'm glad that we can illuminate those kind of things in, in not just our life, but in order for somebody to want to copy you, you must be doing something that they ain't doing. So keep copying. I don't believe in cultural appropriation. Keep copying. We, I want to copy you too. Go ahead, copy your credit score and all of that. <laughs> well, that's a great segue. You know, this is a platform for all kinds of people, mm -hmm. you know, artists, comedians, business owners, all kinds of people, just regular everyday people. So, this this uh, podcast and this episode is actually sponsored by a black business, uh, a multicultural business, and it's called Crescent Consultants Company. The website is www.thecccteam.com, and they have a business credit builder system where they help you create and develop your business or your company's credit. Oh. And so you want to reach out to them and let them help you build your credit as a business, your company's credit. If you've already got systems, you know, they can help you tweak those systems to help you, you know, to magnify what you're doing. And so I encourage you to reach out to them, www.thecccteam.com. And um, on the video for this, we'll have that, you know, that website linked on here. But I wanted to thank, um, of course, Chad Howard, who's gone on to do his hosting. And he's not here. I wanted to thank him for being with us. I wanted to thank Blaze for coming out and talking to us. And I wanted to thank, of course, Lady K for coming out. And um, I do have my own merch, too. I have uh, a merch line called uh, Awaken Versus. And we have all kind of shirts, you know, gets in, stays in, spreads in, laughs and lyrics. The luminous shirts. We got pillows we like got this pillows. one, poetic justice, spit truth. 
And we have like, oh gosh, not just pillows. And this is not the only color. There's like 10 different colors. So we have all 14 different designs. Um, you can get that on, you can get that on not just pillows, but mugs, stickers, um, blankets, socks, hoodies, tees, even doggy hoodies, um, bags. So, you know, we have merchandise that you'll be able to see the, the website. This is the link tree here that has the website on there. So HTTPS colon backslash backslash link tr.ee slash Zenashe, Zenashe is Z-E-N-A-S-E. And so you can go on there. You can support me. I'm an indie artist too. I'm a poet. Okay. And, and you heard one of my pieces. You know, we will be doing live shows coming back in 2021. So we want you to come out and see us with music, comedy, and poetry. That's what Laughs and Lyrics is about. That, yes. that blend of music, comedy, and poetry because I think it's so powerful. And we thank you for joining us for Zenergy's Energy is about small changes, big results. It's about finding those inspiring stories that help you to remember your greatness and to utilize your greatness and to become all that you can be. So may you walk in Zenergy. Thank you for joining us. Have a great night. Bye, y'all. Give the gift of lift. Lift people up. Lift people up so when they look at your your shirt, they look at your mug, they get an inspiring message. They're lifted. (laughs) 